When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. What's up, everyone? Happy Victory Monday for the fifth and last time of the 2022-2023 Broncos season. We're able to enjoy this. We're able to embrace in the warmth and in the fun and in the joy that is a Victory Monday. And this is probably going to be the best win that the Broncos saw all year. This is the best feeling that the Broncos have felt all year. Even with the defense giving 28, 28 points, it still feels like the best overall team performance that the Broncos have put up all season long. And apparently all it took was a new field. Because I'm sure that solves everyone's problems. Shout out to the Walton, shout out to Walmart, where their idea is throw enough money at something and it will be fixed. When it comes to the field, that's the case. When it comes to the next Broncos head coach, that also might be the case. Um, I got some news for you guys today, a little bit near the end of the show. But thank you guys so much. I'm Ross. It is Horse Tracks. It is Monday, January 9th. What better way to start this week than by talking about the Broncos, and especially offensively, looking great against a Chargers team that played their starters for most of the game and still lost. Let's go. The only team of the division that the Broncos have had success in, uh, uh, or success, 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 yes. Gosh, why couldn't I say that word? Sussex. That's like uh, that's like a Great Britain thing, right? But we play real football here. Um, and especially the Broncos play real football because one of their only five wins came in London. Man, what a year. But what I was going off of that one is that the Broncos saw success, man. And, and it was great. It felt good. It felt really good. Especially offensively, man. This is the best the Broncos have looked all year long. Easily. Easily. Man, the last couple games where they ditched Hackett. Um, that's three games now. It just it just felt different. It just felt so much better. And man, there's a lot of positivity that we could and should be feeling right now. Um, but like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning to this edition of Horse Tracks. It's time for us to get on with the show, but before we do that, you can find all of our awesome content over at milehighreport.com. Tons of awesome articles daily. Um, even with the off-season, at least 
for us Broncos fans coming up. You still expect to see plenty of content. Man, I can't believe that the season is already over. Of course, um, you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts on pretty much any uh, platform out there. Whatever platform you're listening to on, if you haven't followed this yet, go ahead and do so. You're going to do yourself and but let's be honest, most of us a favor here. So thank you guys so much for it. Uh, you can also find us on social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Mile High Report. It's force, I, I would say, maybe a little biased here, but especially check us out on Instagram because, you know, yours truly ones that runs that bad boy. So make sure to check that one out along with everything else. But with that being said, let's get into today's game recap. Because one of the funnest things to talk about here, so uh, going into, at least after that touchdown, they came in a little bit into the third quarter. The Broncos have as many touchdowns in the first six quarters under Jerry Rosberg as they did in Nathaniel Hackett's first five games as head coach. That was six touchdowns. (sighs) This is great. This is really, really great. Hackett. He was, I'm not saying, like, I'll reply to, like, my response to some of your comments, whether it be on uh, my articles on milehighreport.com or on Instagram. Hackett was not the problem, but he was absolutely the biggest problem. And more specifically about this game, man, it was fun to watch this game. Uh, It's been, uh, admittedly, I'll be honest with you guys, it's been a while since I fully sat down and like uh, didn't just watch the Broncos on red zone when they actually showed them which is rare but actually watched the full game just uh, took some so much time to do that of course it's hard sometimes with church and life we I mean I'm sure people around the world we get that but it's the last game of the season I and I got to sit down and just enjoy the crap out of this game. And one of the funnest things to watch was Russell Wilson slinging that ball. Let Russ cook. And he cooked this game. My word, this was awesome. Especially, I mean, uh, up until that point, the Broncos had a really, really solid opening drive on offense. Responded to the Chargers taking the ball down the field and scoring on the first drive of the game. The Broncos respond with their with a really solid driver of their own but kind of what we saw against the Raiders game with a uh, kind of similar to when Nathaniel Hackett gave up playing calling uh, for the first time this season and gave it to Clint Kubiak that was against the uh, the Raiders in second time uh, the second time they played in the season was a five six weeks ago um, and the Broncos had a opening drive touchdown and then that was about it for that game and that's one of the things that kind of happened here they had that opening drive touchdown and then they really tapered off and didn't really pick things up until two minutes left to go in the first half and by then Russell Wilson was throwing for I believe it was like two for nine with 17 yards passing but what does he do he dials up a three play 75 yard touchdown drive that's what he does one that finished off with a uh, touchdown pass to Eric Thomason I believe that was uh, Eric's second receiving touchdown of the season Oh, man, that was just such a good drive. And that was a drive that featured first Latavius Murray getting a good chunk yard play. I mean, oh, oh, don't worry. I'll get to Latavius Murray in a second, too. I'm sure you guys get humor excitement about him. I'm saying, resign Latavius Murray, please and thank you. Along with Alex Hilton, too. Resign both of them. Please, 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 please. Um, And then, but uh, so we had that good chunk play. And then that second play, it was, man, what was it? Was it? I think the Broncos in this, and this was still in the first half, but I think total the Broncos had like 
three or four um, passes of over 50 yards, which is pretty dang astounding considering what we've seen all all season long. But it was, um, yeah, it was a 57-yard pass. Russell Wilson, feeling the pressure, rolls left, sees Jerry Judy at the boundary. On the run, he throws a dot to Jerry Judy to put them right in front touchdown range. Fishes off the next play. The Broncos convert on goal-to-go situation. Yes, just everything about that drive was what we've been lacking all season long. It was so great. It was so great. That was uh, Russell Wilson's best throw of the entire season. Absolutely it was. And that is proof, among other things, of why Russell Wilson and why you should be excited as a Broncos fan to watch and see what Russell Wilson can do next year with a competent coaching staff. And we'll get to that because the Broncos might have their pick of the two top coaching candidates on the entire coaching search for any team right now and that is insanely exciting all right it, it might sound like you guys uh, to be fair it might sound like i'm getting worked up with with uh the, this really bad sense of like just over optimism maybe like what we had before this season but you know what if i'm wrong again it is what it is i just love feeling this way over the game, Russell Wilson finished uh, about 50, a little over 50% completion percentage, but that was a, uh, a tune to, he started off like a, every, he went two for nine to start things out, then he went for like six for six or like eight for eight his next passes. He really picked things up starting that two minute drive. All right, he finishes with that 283 yards, three touchdown and a late interception that really was not his fault. I, I, I'm not going to put that one on him. He was putting out dots, um, whether it be that pass to Eric Tomlinson was a dot. Um, and then that play, that last touchdown of the game where they scored with um, Cortland Sutton, um, that was a good pass by Russell Wilson, of course. Of course, I don't know if he would play that game. I mean, we remember Russell Wilson beginning the season and through most of the season, missing wide open guys, especially a guy like uh, we remember him missing KJ Hamler wide open in the end zone would beat the Colts. But, you know, Russell Wilson didn't miss him this time. Also, I'll dial that up to solid play calling in offensive scheme there as well. So he has that. And um, it was also that touchdown, um, that uh, touchdown pass to uh, Tyler Beatty. Um, that was a fun little pass. Beatty making the most of his first ever NFL game. Good for him. That was awesome. It's just Russell Wilson spraying love on that one. He looked great on his roller passes. Just need more of that. Please. That's all we've been wanting. I'm sure whoever that Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton bring in as their offensive coordinator, they'll be better than Justin Alden. But at the same time, I will say, especially these last couple games, maybe last three games without Hackett, Justin Alden, the offense coordinator for the Broncos, I think he saved himself. I think he's redeemed himself. And I think he's shown that it was Nathaniel Hackett's hand that ruined the offense. Alden, I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I think, he, remember, like, this whole staff, like, first-timers. So I think Alden could still be a good offensive coordinator, if not better than good, um, in this league. So I don't think that the um, that the next coach will keep him on staff. I really think like the only staffer that the Broncos have um, that would stay with a new coach would be Evero. Um, but I think Justin Alden, he got himself 
another job. And I don't think he's going to be demoted. He's probably going to be brought in with another team because these last three weeks is a great argument there. So um, best of luck to him because I really do believe there's Hackett getting in his way. Um, in this game, too, the Broncos better on third down. Um, they had third down runs of 23 and 25 yards, which was awesome. They were 5 for 12 on third down. While that might not sound amazing, 42% is actually around league average of third down completion percentage. So anytime the Broncos are around league average in anything offensively, especially given this season, I think that's pretty dang good. That's um, one of their best uh, conversion percentages of the season on third down, if not the best. Um, admittedly, I really didn't feel like looking through every every game to double check because I'm pretty dang sure that this was the best. Also, it's a very educated guess because they've been absolutely horrible and lucky to break the 30% the entire season. So I'll be willing to take my chances. If you guys uh, have the correction for me, let me know. I would love to see it. Like, like honestly, great. Um, and then Latavius Murray. I'm going to bring him up. Like I said, it would. He more than proved this year that he should be resigned this offseason. He's a 32-year-old man. In days, he will be 33. And he put up 15 carries for 103 yards, almost 7 yards per carry in the touchdown. Long run of 25. He put, he put up a couple rushes of 20 yards. He is outrunning Father Time right now. And of course, he, uh, maybe like LeBron, he could look a little bit different next year. But he's looked great. I mean, look where the Broncos took him. The Broncos just needed, they essentially just needed a warm body in that backfield with all the injuries. They go to the Saints practice squad, pick up Latavius Murray, and like I, I, I don't know what it was with him because the Broncos sucked. They weren't going to contend, but yet Latavius Murray still put so much effort in for the Broncos. So much effort. And he had a fantastic year. I really do think, I mean, the Broncos gave this time for cheap. It'll be okay. It's time to back up Javante Williams because he he's a power back. He seems like a guy you could just hand the ball off, workhorse kind of guy. But we're seeing him make plays on finesse style plays. Screens, tosses. He's making things happen in open space. He has speed. He has burst better than some of the youngest running backs in the league. It's insane what he's doing. I need him back. I really do. And uh, I see from your guys' like, responses on Instagram and some of the articles, you guys, for the majority of you, grand majority, you want him back as well, which is good choice on your part. Um, of course, it would be impossible to talk about this game without saying the two words of Jerry. I'm going to throw in the third. Jerry freaking Judy, man. He absolutely has to be the Broncos wide receiver one moving forward in this game. Six targets, five receptions, 154 yards with that long of 57. He fell just 28 yards short of 1,000 on the year. So safe to say that this was a breakout year. Jerry Judy even had issues at the beginning of the season. Maybe some route running stuff. More, uh, maybe some drops. Guys talking about him. Shannon Sharp talking about him. But no, he comes back. And he finished off this season so strong. It kind of helped. Uh, to, to be honest, it helped that Cortland Sun went out injured. And the Broncos had that Jerry Judy is wide receiver one for, for a stretch of these games. He's that man. This is a wide receiver taken from Alabama that we're all hoping that he could and should be. He's looking great right now. And I'm not going to say that necessarily Sutton took a step back. It feels like he just isn't the guy 
Um, and uh, I can't really hold anything against him, especially considering everything that was going on this year. But let's just think about this. Next year's wide receiver room. Healthy, of course. Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton. Tim Patrick. Greg Dulcich. KJ Hamler. Now, if you ask me, that is pretty dang good. I am really excited to see what this offense can look like next year. Really, the only question that they have right now is on the offense line. And although that might be the only question, it is a ginormous question. They're going to have to sign some tackles this year in free agency. And they're going to have to draft some guards and centers. Um, I think, honestly, like, Quinn Miners might be like, the only guy that they they should really keep out there maybe Graham Glasgow maybe but Quinn Miners is like one of the only good and consistent blockers they have that's above average everyone else man they're replaceable and they they probably should be so that's the question asked but wide receiver core running back core quarterback all solid almost great Javante Williams oh I'm so excited that Javante Williams is back he is so good I think we might have forgot how good Javante Williams, how good Tim Patrick were. Next year is going to be fun. Next year is going to be fun. And if it's not, well, I'd rather be optimistic about it because it is what it is. But some of the numbers from the game, like we do this always, three numbers that best represent this game. Of course, starting us off, number three. Gosh, out DeMar Hamlin, man. Come on. Come on. This is what football's all about. Good for DeMar Hamlin. God bless that guy. It's so great seeing what he's doing. It's so great seeing what the league did around, um, what everyone around the league did for him. So let's not talk about the Bills. The first play since that incident, they take a kickoff all the way to the house, man. Don't tell me sports aren't romantic. Don't tell me football isn't romantic. That's amazing. Prayer works, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta remind you of that. But also, three is representative of the amount of playoff teams that the Broncos beat this year. Now, say with me in order. The 49ers in one of the ugliest games I have ever seen in my life. The Jags is what when the Broncos start to feel good again. And the Los Angeles Chargers. Look at that. Most of Denver's wins came against playoff teams. More proof that there is potential that there are the bones for a good team right here we've seen a, a coaching staff that knows what the heck they're doing and this team is a playoff team next number 31 of course gotta give a big shout out to justin simmons two force fumbles in this game man i really hope he stays uh in denver um, we'll see if the broncos want to or not I, I i hope not man but more than that, this is the points scored in this game, of course. That's the most points that Denver has put up all year. The previous side was 28, and that was against the Kansas City Chiefs. Last number of the game is maybe not from the game itself, but it pretty much surrounds us. Third number here. 100 million. The amount of dollars that the Walters are going to pay Jim Harbaugh to coach next year they'll be so much better like i said all of the keys are there the, the defensive back core is there you want to talk about something let's talk about the broncos with the young guys starting to come through jay kwan mcmillian mcmillan excuse me he's 
He looked good. He looked good. Uh, of course, we have uh, Pat Sertan. Of course, we have him. And other guys coming along. I mean, of course, we have um, Kareem Jackson, who look. He says he wants to play for another year, uh, maybe two, uh, two to three. Uh, he wants to do that with the Broncos. Um, let's talk about Damari Mathis. Man, he talk about comeback player. He looked a little bit rough at the beginning of the season, but now he's coming back. He's looking. He looked great to finish off the year, man. PJ Locke. PJ Locke looked good. All right. Um, so there, there is some good stuff here, and it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Um, the linebacker core. There, Josie Jewell. We all know he's great. Then we have Alex Singleton, tackling machine, brought in off the free agency. Resign him. That is a good two middle linebackers right there. The edge rushers can be improved. The pass rushing is decent. Randy Gregory, when healthy, is going to be nice. Um, and, well, I mean, in the games he was healthy, he looked worth that contract, the big contract that the Broncos signed him to. But when it comes to setting the the, rudge, the, the, the edge on, on running plays, these young guys just need to find a little bit better way uh, to get it done, especially remember, Baron Browning. Good year. Good year from him. It's going to be nice to see. Uh, the wide receivers, tight ends, like I mentioned earlier, they're there. The quarterback is there. The running backs are there. The O-line, not there. needs to be improved, for sure. All I can talk about from this, it's optimism. It's optimism. It's optimism. It's going to be good. Broncos country, we're going to ride in 2023. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about the Broncos team next year. This offseason is going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good time to be a Broncos fan. All right. That, that, that's just my message of optimism to all of you. Now, moving away from the game, let's just talk about some coaching news before we finish things up. Uh, the Broncos coaching search is uh, taking some new news as of Sunday. So the Broncos are sent to meet virtually with Jim Harbaugh this week. Um, it looks like there's going to be some good talks with him. The Broncos are set to uh, interview Everell for the head coaching spot. He's one of the top candidates. Uh, he's top three, along with Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton, of course. I guess maybe top four with Dan Campbell, but... Uh, or, sorry, not, not Dan. I wish... I wish it was Dan Campbell, but no, no, Coach Quinn. Uh, <laughs> man, I just got the lines on my mind today, apparently. Um, and Sean Payton has confirmed that he has spoken to Denver about the head coaching position. And more good news is that Denver and New Orleans are reportedly on the same page in terms of compensation. Of course, um, because um, Sean Payton retired... The Saints, uh, per rules and per contract, still have rights over Sean Payton's contract. So Denver has to, they can't just um, trade money. They have to trade um, comp- sorry, picks to the Saints um, to, for the rights to Payton. Um, what it seems like is that the first rounder is on the table, or at least something of value as a first round. Um, so, of course, as you remember from the Bradley Chubb trade that, I mean, from how much money Bradley Chubb was signed to, and then how little he performed um, the back half of the season and probably the playoffs too. Um, I mean, man, I don't want to sound like I'm sliding Bradley Chubb. I really enjoyed him with Denver. Really did. Um, but just from a business standpoint, that trade really worked out well for the Broncos. Uh, but the Broncos, of course, hold the 49ers first round pick, probably going to be about the 31st spot. Um, so it's going to be a late first round pick. Um, so... And even that, the Saints still might be okay with. And much, I would much rather prefer the Broncos trade that than the guy 
like Justin Simmons, who is a guy that is r- rumored to be possibly on the trade block. There's some conversations going around about that. Um, and he is a first-round pick kind of guy. Much rather hold on to Justin Simmons, trade away that first-round pick. I like knowing I like known commodities. Justin Simmons, fantastic known commodity. Not just for the locker room, not just on the field, but also for the community. I want to keep him there in Denver as long as possible. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. It's been a heck of a regular season. This is uh, going to be my last Horse Tracks of the regular season, but it's time to get on to the offseason, so I will be back on Thursday, so don't you worry. And if you don't like me or my voice or the podcast I put out, well, sorry, uh, you can just choose not to listen to me, I guess, but... uh. Um, I'll be here all off season. Don't you worry. Um, and for those that do actually like putting up with me and like my articles and the Instagram and stuff like that. Thank you guys so much. It's been a blast. Thank you for this awesome season. I can't believe it's been the full season of me being on the mile high report staff. Um, it's been good. You guys have been good to me. I really, really do appreciate you. Not only for what you've done for me, but what you've done for this podcasting network itself over at Mile High Report. Make us one of the most listened to football podcasts in the entire league. It's awesome. It's so cool to see our name up there. You guys are the reason why we're that we're, we're ranked that high. But of course, if you haven't hit that follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, go ahead, do so now um and you can check out everything tons of awesome articles over milehighreport.com on tuesday you'll see my playoff power rankings then over uh, later in the week thursday friday you'll also have my fan overreactions for the week following week i'm gonna do a season overreaction there as well we'll get into the off season i'll have tons of stuff for you guys go ahead and follow us on social media at uh, mile high report facebook instagram and twitter with that being said i hope you guys have a fantastic monday It's going to be a great week. It's going to be a great year. You guys are awesome. Keep chugging. It's There's just goodness in the air. Love you guys. You'll hear my voice next time. Broncos country, it wasn't pretty. No, the season was a tough one, but man, what a way to end it. A conference win at home. 